Welcome to the Evolving Accountant Podcast. We all know that some accountants can be boring, but definitely not this one. Why talk trial balances and P&L when we can get ripped jeans into the boardroom and hear business insights from people who have really walked the talk? Get ready. Here comes an all-new episode with your host, Darren Wingfield. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of 2020 of the Evolving Accountant Podcast. Did everyone have a good Christmas and New Year? Everyone switched off, chilled, relaxed, refreshed and ready to go. So today, for the first episode of the year, I'm joined by Ross Tompkins, owner of Therapy Direct. So today's episode is all around... I'm going to steal Ross's words even before you've heard them, around listening to your body, how you sit, how you do different things. After we finished recording, Ross and I had a bit of a chat and stuff, and there was some interesting things Ross mentioned around the standard desk or the standard chair in your office is designed between anyone between the height of five foot and six foot one. So if you're actually an organ like myself and being six foot just under six foot three, gotta get that six foot three, it's not six foot two, then I'm not fit for the desks and my whole life is not average. The I'm the exception to the rule here. And where them screen heights are or the height of your desk, the height of your knees all comes into a factor and it was really interesting what Ross was saying um, afterwards and that if you slouch down that you think it's acceptable because it's at a desk but if you actually stand up the way that you're staring at the screen you'd actually be looking into the clouds in the sky and if after five years or so you're talking to someone go, oh I sit for eight hours a day looking at the cloud and I've got a bad neck you go, yeah of course you have, look how you sat so getting that right, getting the posture right, it, it made it a bit more it made more sense ultimately at the end of it and I am uh in, in that way obviously but the way I sit at my desk it's I do not have good posture, it was clear to see after spending a little time with Ross. So anyway, kicking on to today's uh, episode with Ross from Therapy Direct. Hi Ross, welcome to the show. For the listeners, tell us a little bit about yourself, but more importantly, why you get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Hi Darren, um, my name is Ross Tompkins. I'm a healthcare business owner, a published author and an investor, and I get out of bed in the morning to help people. Cool. So let's crack straight on. Tell me, I'd say this going off on three different routes there based on that bio introduction. What's your career or your journey to date been like? So I'm a, a physio by profession, so I qualified 20 years ago, and very much uh, the physio profession is about helping people. Yeah. People come in in pain and they leave hopefully and they're not, and that was a really big driving sort of force for me to get into the profession. Um, but then as things developed, or as my career developed, that's changed slightly, 
and now the focus has moved away from treating people to growing our business. So, uh, so indirectly, we can help even more people. Okay, so that physio bit, does that mean you've had your hands on some famous people? Um, actually, a few. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so over the years, we've been really lucky. We've looked, We've been on tour with um, Take That, but Brian Ferry, Il Devo, Adam Lambert. Um, I was uh, fortunate enough to be the physio for Sir Bobby Robson as well for a little while. Right. Um, so I've met some interesting people over the years. Cool. So what does a typical day now look like for yourself? Well, it's changed a little bit over, over the years. So I haven't actually treated anyone for two years now. And I took a decision to step out of the business to work on it rather than in it. Yeah. So my day now starts quite early. I'm an early riser and I'm a really big believer that we need to listen to our own bodies and work when we're at our most optimal. So okay. I'm really productive from kind of six till eight in the morning. So I tend to get up early, uh, exercise, and then uh, tick off the most important things that I can do that don't involve anybody else being <laughs> being, being around. So whether yeah. that's sending emails, um, writing plans or, or strategy, and then I'll take the kids to school if I'm around or head off to meetings. The afternoon, I get a bit of a lull, and it can take me two or three times as long to do something as it would take me first thing in the morning. Right. So, what sort of? Um, let's go into ultimately what your company does now. What let's there's what I'm saying is we haven't treated anyone for two years, but there's there's some people out there that are treated that obviously work for you. So yeah, let's what what's ultimately what's therapy direct do? So, uh, I guess there's I need to go back probably a little bit in time really. So I, I started Therapy Direct back in 2006 and the plan was to just be the best physio that I could be. That was really the only plan. Um, I became an accidental business owner, which I'm sure you've come across quite often. Um, and I had two what I call epiphany moments really over the years. Okay. The, the first one was when I thought, even if I get really, really good at treating sport and injuries, most of my patients only played sport for an hour a week. Mm. So what kind of a difference was I making to their life? But when I looked, I realized that most of my patients went to work and we spend a third of our life at work. So in my head, I thought if I can understand workplace health, I can be a better physio, I can help more people. So the first epiphany moment was that and it led me into the world of ergonomics and occupational health, which then led to me starting Therapy Direct back in 2006. Yep. Quite quickly, uh, that led on to the second epiphany moment when I kind of looked around myself and realised that the most successful businesses weren't the ones who had been on the most medical courses, but they were actually the ones that had a better understanding of business. So they'd been on marketing courses, branding courses, they had a better understanding of KPIs and finance. So my, yeah, my second moment was when I realised I could go on all the occupational health courses that were out there mm. and become super, super qualified or I could start learning about these other aspects of business uh, and that's really when our business started to grow when I became more interested in the non-medical side of it. Yeah. So what what sort of KPIs do you set yourself? And pro- I, I love KPIs, we're an accountant, we just love numbers. So um, do you have it on number of patients, number of returning, number of sign-offs? I just thinking out loud here then. All of those <laughs> and more. I mean, okay. 
I love the fact that you know anything that you measure will improve and so many businesses go th- go through their entire life without measuring the really important things so how many clients do they have what what's the cost of acquisition how long are they a, a member for what's the lifetime value of that client mm. and all of these things are so important uh, it, it's much easier to re- retain a client than it is to go and get a new one yeah so many people don't measure it or realize that they focus too much attention on going and getting new clients instead of keeping the ones they've got happy. Cool. So, obviously, one of the biggest issues we will spend a third of our life in the office or at work. Um, so, in the corporate environment, what's the biggest causes? The the typical one is me back's killing, uh, and it's like the good old arch and stretch over your chair and stuff like that. Yeah. What? Ultimately, what's the basics of that one thing or two things, whatever it should be, that probably should be done by either the individual or and or the company to prevent these? Because ultimately, if someone's off, there's not much production going on either. Exactly, and that's what we specialise in. We specialise in that workplace health and although a lot of patients will think we're therefore on the side of the employer, we actually sit neatly in the middle. And the idea is is that the, uh, the employee remains productive and at work, and the employer gets a healthier, happier um, member of staff. Um, but what it boils down to, it boils down to a very, very simple, um, a simple matter, which is the human body is designed to move, and it's supposed to be strong. So if you're inactive for long periods, you're going to get stiff, you're going to get weak, it's going to be, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm. So when that analogy you gave there, sort of leaning over your chair, in very simple terms, that's your body saying, this feels better when I do this. Um, so actually, if you listen to your body and don't just occasionally lean back on the chair when you're achy, but actually move it more, it won't even become uncomfortable in the first place. Yeah. So keep it strong keep it moving and you can't go too far wrong really so do you ever if we're saying like moving is that sort of trigger do you ever put down like the blame to the the chair or the because we've got these gas powered desks now that can make you stand up and I was at a client's the other week and they've got the bloody gym balls in the corner and you're just like what (laughs) it's like um, is it just sort of the quirkiness or from your side of things, would you say that's actually a good thing? Any way you can encourage movement is a good thing. So if the, the chair is broken, then there's a, a fault there, of yeah. course. Um, if the chair is the wrong size for that person, um, then there's a fault there. Um, however, mainly it's because people are sitting in it for too long. Uh, and it doesn't matter then if you've got a chair that costs 50p or £5,000, if you're sitting here for too long, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so often we do get people you know, coming to us and saying, I need a new chair because Darren's got one on the other side of the office and I think I need one as well. Or yeah. I need one of those gas-powered tables because such and such has got one on the other side of the office. And actually, ultimately, it's all to do with movement. If you keep yourself mobile, you probably don't need a special chair. You're very unlikely to need a gas-powered desk. and They've become quite popular lately, but most of the research has actually been done by, uh, funnily enough, standing uh, desk manufacturers who've all said, these are really good. Bit of a coincidence yeah. there. <laughs> I think we should uh, all be <laughs> investing in these. 
Um, and I suspect that if we'd have had these uh, for the last 30 years, there would now be desk-based manufacturers going, I think we should sit down um, because standing is the new smoking. And mm. it, it's, it's all gone a little bit far, I think, and ultimately it doesn't matter whether we're sitting, standing, the body's designed to move. Keep it mobile, keep it strong, and like I say, you can't go too far wrong. Cool. So, openly, what we're saying there is that it doesn't matter what you sit in. Doesn't matter what you sat at, and w- would you sort of have if we said w- at least once an hour that you get up and walk to the drink cooler or was or yeah. whatever? Is, is it sort of like is is there a certain stage where your body's starting to go ouch? Yeah, uh, over time, yeah. I mean, the human body is amazingly resilient and inherently strong. Um, so it's not that we can't sit on anything there are parameters we should be sitting in to make ourselves more comfortable mm. um, however what we recommend is ideally out of every hour you spend 10 minutes moving around okay so we call it the 50 10 rule if if you if you frequently sit for longer than that don't be surprised if you get a little bit achy is what that means but if you go to the theater once a month and sit for three hours it's not going to make a huge difference yeah um, but if you did that every single day as of course many of us do at work over time you don't be surprised if you start to get a little bit achy and a bit stiff okay cool so so do uh, yourself the direct have any events uh, that you host or you publicly speak at about these things? We do, so we've got an, a number of things going on. So, I mean, to start with, Therapy Direct has evolved uh, quite a lot over the years. So this year we've acquired another three businesses as well. So we've also acquired um, a, beta, a beta C physiotherapy practice. So, okay. So Therapy Direct is primarily aimed at large corporates. We have contracts all over the UK. Uh, Balmoral physiotherapy is for anyone to walk in off the street if they've got a sporting injury as well. Uh, and then more recently we've also acquired Normedica, who are a medical consumables and equipment supplies business. Right. So we can now sell to GPs, hospitals, vets, uh, anyone who buys medical consumables basically, so that's quite exciting. Um, but off the back of that we, we have got events, so we've got a large um, multi-speaker event happening next May in London which is aimed specifically at healthcare professionals who want to scale their business or want to start a business and don't really know where to start so we've got uh, marketing experts covering every different social media channel plus traditional marketing mm. digital marketing we've got uh, healthcare specialists we've got people flying in from New Zealand to come and talk it's going to be pretty epic um, but on a smaller basis we run a monthly mas- mastermind as well and we run two. We run one specifically for healthcare business owners again, which is online uh, via Zoom. And here in Newcastle, we um, we have a face-to-face um, business mastermind, which is for any profession or anyone who wants to grow their business. Okay. If we're saying like where you you're trying to do like your cost per acquisition to get another to work with a corporate finance, if you're putting on these classes for a marketing. Agent, uh, bringing marketing agency in, are you giving your uh, sort of IP away or is it just talk more generic? Um, no, we, we share exactly how we how we do things and how we've done things over the years. I think the market is is big enough to be able for us to be able to give something back and help other businesses without diluting what we do. Uh, I think the days of being very insular and not sharing best practice are behind us. I think you're going to see a lot more 
partnerships um, where businesses work together and collaborate to grow together. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so how many people would normally be coming to these? Is it um, the 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 small one we run here in the in Newcastle is about ten. All right. Um, the multi-speaker event uh, we're having hundreds there. So okay. I don't know the exact figure yet, but we're hoping to have sort of three four hundred. Cool. And if someone wants to get on that, um, get in touch with us. Um, so I'm most active probably on LinkedIn. Um, so send us a request, send a message. I'll happily chat to absolutely anybody and share those details. Cool. So what what's around the corner? What's coming next for yourself and for the company? So personally, I love physical challenges. Okay. Um, so far, I've climbed two of the seven summits of the world. So the highest the highest mountain on every continent uh, and I hope to climb the other five as well and this year I need to do a little bit more training so so which one have you done so I climbed Kilimanjaro in Africa and Mount Elbrus earlier this year in Russia right um, I applied to climb Denali in Alaska right um, but the company that I applied to um, knocked us back on that now she said, you've climbed some things that we wouldn't have expected you to at this stage, um, but you've, you've missed out some of the basics. Okay. So actually, 2020, I'm going to do a year of preparation, so I'm going over to climb Mont Blanc, uh, and I'm going to a skills school there to kind of uh, upgrade my technical uh, winter climbing. Right. Uh, and then I go to Kyrgyzstan to get some more uh, outdoor practice, uh, climbing some, actually some mountains that have never been climbed before apparently, Okay. Uh, in August, and that's to set me up for 2021, when I'm then going to climb uh, Aconcagua, which is the highest mountain outside the Himalayas, that's in Argentina, Yeah. Um, and then go to Denali with that new training that I'm going to get this year, so on a personal level that's kind of the next two years planned out, um, there's a few half marathons and trail running things in there as well. Okay. Uh, from a business point of view, we, we're, we're looking to continue to grow and, and help more people. Um, so at the moment, we're looking to grow through acquisition, um, as well as obviously winning new uh, tenders and, and clients. Yeah. So that's the plan for next year, continue to grow and, and help more people. Cool. We're climbing there, uh, Ben Nevis, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm We're doing it in... In May as part of our charity campaign, I think it's the bank holiday weekend. Oh, so excellent. I think there's about 15 of us doing that one. Obviously, that's like walking the park <laughs> versus them other ones. I feel a bit like, yeah. Then this is great. Uh, I love it. I've done that a couple of times. Um, so happily come along. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So um, I like to finish off with these couple of questions, and it's this one's makes you think a little be interesting to get a different angle I think it'll be a different answer from this mm-hmm. what do you wish you had known versus when you'd started out mm. uh, that's a good question actually and I think the one thing the, mo- the most powerful thing that I've learned over the last 20 years in business is the power of clarity so being really crystal clear in all of your communications, uh, so particularly with uh, new employees, uh, new clients, the, the more clear you can be about what you expect, what the KPIs are, mm-hmm. what the plans are for the future, um, the easier that relationship will be. Um, I certainly made lots of mistakes uh, early on in my career where I wasn't clear enough, okay. um, and that then led to 
um, alleged sort of differences where I, I thought something should have happened and that person clearly didn't. Um, to me, it was common sense, but of course, without me communicating it, that person wasn't a mind reader, so they interpreted it in a different way and went off down a different path. Uh, it wasn't until many, many years later where I realised that was probably my fault, and actually, if I'd have been more clear about what was expected and had more clarity around that situation, we could have avoided it all. So, my advice to anyone going into business now or trying to grow their business is be super crystal clear with every single conversation you have. Uh, and it makes a massive difference. So, if you would, if you were sort of having the conversation on the phone, would it all would you always be followed up with something in writing, for, or whatever, or send some brief notes or a text in? Here's the three things. Yeah, you could follow up in writing, or sort of um, close off by saying to you, in summary, this is what we agree mm. by this date. Um, let's get together then, rather than just okay, they, that went well, and let's catch up soon. Uh, it's such a huge difference. Yeah, and do you think that would have saved many a time, many a client over the years? Absolutely. I mean, we've been lucky, and we've not met, not lost many clients over the years, mm. um, but it certainly could have sped up our growth. And there's been a, a couple of employees over the years that I suspect would have had different outcomes um, because we would have been clearer on what was it, what we expected. Yeah. So, if someone wants to find you. How do, how do we get in touch? As I mentioned, yeah, the more anyone is welcome to join me on any of my challenges, uh, the, the more the merrier. Um, most of them we're going to do. I'm a charity ambassador for Heel and Toe here in the northeast. Oh, as right. well. one, one of our clients is uh, uh, Andrew Scott, right? Yes, so who's just done the Land's End uh, John O'Groads cycling, yeah, yes, yeah, I saw that, that was amazing. Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> So anyone's welcome to join us um, and, and climb anything, um, but if not, then find us on LinkedIn. That's where I like to do most of my sort of uh, chatting and, and meeting people on there. If anyone fancies a game of golf, uh, then give us a shout as well. Happily go out and have a chat over four hours and follow a little white ball around. Is it follow it or go and find it? A bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> so just, what's your handicap then? A- 18. So if anyone wants to challenge, there we go. Yeah, absolutely. Preferred golf course? <laughs> um, I played Close House the other day um, in a corporate day. Uh, it's always enjoyable, quite like it there. My favourite course in the North East, though, is probably Dunstanborough Castle okay. or Roxburgh. Um, they're just quite special. Something, something about the scenery up there I really like. Okay, that's good. Cool. So just want to say thank you for your time and joining us today. Um, been a pleasure. And like I say, if anyone wants to get in touch with yourself, stop having back pains. I'm going to go for a walk now. I've <laughs> <laughs> considered walking meetings. Walking meetings are brilliant. Um, they cut down the time you'll actually spend in the meeting because you cut out all of that preamble at the beginning and the end. You get straight to the point and you get some exercise at the same time. So definitely walking meetings are a really good thing. Cool. Spot on. Thanks, Thanks Darren. Thanks again to Ross for joining me today in the office. So, like I say, there's, using that phrase, listen to your body, let's, let's get a good start with this year, Let, let's work on this posture, I'll try it, I promise, but listen to what you're doing. Using Ross's uh, 50-10 rule, are you sat down for more than 50 minutes at once? Do you move? Do you... Go on walk meetings. Some of our guys do. I do with uh, when we're doing sort of performance reviews or like monthly catch ups or things like that. 
let go out. <laughs> Obviously, there's going to be snow in the ground in a couple of weeks. Have a snowball fight. Yeah, that gets your body moving. That's a good excuse. Not sure how your employers might find it, but it might be fun. Um, moving on, but let's get into it. Let's keep moving. Let's keep going. Have, have touch base with Ross. Join one of them meetings. Have a, have a chat with him. Ross is keen. And like I said, if anyone wants to go and join him climbing up mountains, or if anyone else is, then is keen or going for a run like I say he's an ambassador of the Heel and Toe Foundation as well so we know a, a lot about what these guys do in the northeast. make sure you touch base with Ross check out the site and then have a, have a drop my drop connection on LinkedIn and say you've had a listen and have a chat with him I'm sure he'll be happy to help but before I let you go today I'm going to ask you to do them three things for me again because it's a new year, you have to tell two people about the show. Not one, two. I'm being greedy this year. The second thing, don't forget, if you haven't already, leave me in the show. Leave me, I'm being very selfish here, aren't I? Leave me a review against the show. And finally, don't forget, forget to click that subscribe button. And you'll get a shiny notification every Wednesday. Until next week, have a great start, make a great year. I'm actually going to use, and this is really cringe now that I'm actually thinking about it whilst I'm talking, but obviously we've just had I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, The Jungle, everyone's favourite. Using Caitlin's thing, today is not just another day, it's another day to excel. Peace out everyone, until next time. Thanks for listening to The Evolving Accountant. You can find out more and get show notes for this and all our other episodes at theevolvingaccountant.co.uk.